Hi, this is Dr. Hughes, and I'm back to talk to you today about the differences between vaginal lubrication and vaginal discharge. Now, there, there are um, quite large distinctions between these, but it's really difficult to tell. Um, and so we're, we're going to go over that today, how you can tell the difference and what you're, what you're looking for, or what your spouse or partner might be looking for. Now, keep in mind that as we have this conversation that there's, uh, there's a lot of differences between, uh, from woman to woman and throughout the menstrual cycle. Um, I did a post, a blog post quite a while ago about this, this very topic. And for me, it was really interesting to see the difference in uh, reception with this blog post and other blog posts that I have uh, I had done. Well, this has probably been maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Um, and this blog post had thousands of, of views and it was a pretty concise blog post. Um, you could still find it on, on my website, uh, but I found it really interesting. And so I wanted to revisit that today because it's, it, it appears as if there's a lot of probably men um, and women, um, you know, probably more so women, but men and women that are really curious about what's going on with the, the fluid in the vaginal canal, the vaginal opening, the, the vulva. And so um, that's what I'm going to talk to you uh, about today. So, um, so let's see. I'm trying to figure out where I want to start. Um, let's start with the vulva. So the 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 glands on the vulva. So the vulva being the exterior of the female sexual anatomy, and everyone calls calls the the vulva the vagina. And I've mentioned that many times before, but I want to clar clarify it um, because some people just say, "Well, what's the point?" You know, you everyone knows what we're we're talking about. I don't know if that's true, um, and it's like calling your your hand your elbow and to continue to call your hand your elbow just because everyone knows that when i say um when i when i when i say one i mean the other and and that's just it's confusing and it's a little ridiculous when you think about it like we should just call it what it is um you know you call your hand your hand and you call your elbow your your elbow you call the vagina the vagina and you call the vulva the vulva it's it's pretty simple um, it, it becomes confusing um, when you don't do that. So um, the glands on the vulva, so this exterior part of the female sexual anatomy, contain the labia. They contain the labia majora, they contain the labia minora, and they contain the clitoris. Um, there's a, those, are, those are the main features um, when um, you're thinking about or when you're looking at your or your spouse's um, uh, vulva is you're you're going to see the the labia majora and minora and you can tell the difference in the those two because of the the texture and the makeup of the tissue and then you'll see the clitoris or the clitoral hood at if it, you know if the uh, the vulva is a clock and if the uh, if twelve o'clock is closest to your your belly button and six o'clock is um, closer to the anus, then at 12 o'clock, and just right above 12 o'clock 12 um, for the vaginal opening is where the clitoral hood would be and where the clitoris would be. So there are glands on the vulva. They're 
um, not large producers of lubrication, as a lot of people think or assume. Um, this this lubrication that occurs during sexual arousal, um, they're more of sweat or or, or oil glands. Um, they do provide some lubrication, but but not the kind that you think of when you think of female sexual arousal. I think a lot of times when people think of female sexual arousal, they're thinking, uh, well, the the vagina, you know, quote vagina i.e. vulva, has these glands at the vaginal opening, and um, these glands obviously produce, uh, they, they produce a lubricant, and that's what lubricates um, the, the opening of the vagina, so that when penetration happens, it, it lubricates the penis, and then the penis is lubricated and moves the lubrication into the vaginal uh, into the vagina, and that's that's not really what happens. Um, there is a lubricant that's produced. Um, there is fluid that's produced, but like I said, it's more sweat and oil glands, and um, and 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 there is, but there is some lubrication that happens with some sexual arousal um, at the uh, at the the vulva um, that helps lubricate the vaginal opening. There is some there. Everyone thinks that that's where all of it comes from um, and that's what the main purpose or function is of, uh, or uh, yeah, the function is of those glands, but that's not really true. Um, but in part, it, it does play that, that role with female sexual arousal. There's some lubrication there and that lubrication does help in part with um, the, the vaginal opening, opening being lubricated. Um, that's not all that's typically needed, though, during a sexual encounter, during a penetrative sexual en encounter. So let's talk about discharge. Discharge is not the same as lubrication. Um, it's true, though, that some discharge may have lubrication that that comes along with it, that, that accompanies it. Um, for example, um, if a woman had sexual arousal, that brought on vasocongestion or blood flow to the vulva and um, and the vulva and vagina, there could be some lubrication along with the discharge. I mean, that's entirely possible that uh, with a woman having sexual arousal and vasocongestion or blood flow to the, the vagina, to the vulva, that there could be lubrication that comes along with that discharge. So I think that's sometimes where it gets confusing for for men and women trying to figure out what's the difference between lubrication and, and discharge. Uh, so they they can be together. These... You know, they are uh, they they are not really mutually exclusive, and so it it, it um, becomes a little muddied when you're trying to understand this. So the normal discharge, um, a a typical uh, female discharge, will either be white, clear, kind of a watery consistency, or clear and stretchy or brown and, and bloody. So there's kind of four different categories, white, clear and watery, clear and stretchy, or brown and bloody. And like I said, all women are different and it varies throughout the, the menstrual cycle and this discharge, those different categories is sort of what varies. Um, there's, a, there's an excellent article that's written by Mary Ellis in 2015 it's entitled, What Causes Vaginal Discharge? And 
Uh, I believe there are 20 possible conditions or, or causes. There's also uh, another article that I like that was written in 2016 by Richard uh, Nilsen, N-I-L-S-E-N, where does natural lubrication come from? That's that's a that's a good article as well. So there's those. Uh, Ellis talks about those kind of those four different typical or normal types of discharge. Anything outside of this could be something that you'd want to check. Uh, have you have your medical doctor check on and, and make sure that it's okay. So the white discharge is, is normal and it's often at the beginning or the end of the menstrual cycle. So you see that white discharge beginning or the end of the menstrual cycle. The clear and watery discharge can occur anytime, um, especially after exercise though. So clear and watery, pretty much anytime it can occur, uh, especially likely after exercise. Clear and stretch, stretchy is, uh, is like an indicator of ovulation. So the clear and stretchy indicator of ovulation. So you can see how these different types of vaginal discharge vary throughout the menstrual cycle. Brown and, and bloody discharge can occur anytime but it's more likely during or after menstruation. So the brown bloody discharge can occur anytime, but way more typical, way more likely during or after menstruation. All right, so discharge, sort of have that out of the way. Like I said, this isn't, uh, it, it becomes a little um, muddied when you're talking about discharge and lubrication, but I'm trying to do as, as good of a job as possible in differentiating these two. So let's, let's move back over to lubrication. So lubrication um, most often being the physiological, uh, a physiological sign rather, of, of uh, sexual arousal for women. So where does it come from? Um, if, if it's not mainly the glands um, and it's different from discharge, where does it come from? How does this occur? Uh, it's it's pretty fascinating, in my opinion, um, and uh, it, and and it it comes from um, this process called vaginal transudate. So T R A N S U D A T E, T R A N S U D U D A T E, vaginal transudate, and it all starts with physiological sexual arousal. When this occurs, there's a large amount of blood, this vasocongestion that we've been talking about, that's sent to the vagina and the surrounding area. So the vulva, the vagina, um, this, this vasocongestion process, this blood flows. The pressure, this is, this is key, the pressure from all of that blood flow, from that vasocongestion, um, that, that flows to these blood vessels in the vagina and the surrounding area causes liquid to seep through the vaginal wall, seeps through this vaginal wall um, because of this large amount of, of uh, blood pressure uh, or blood flow, excuse me, and, and sort of inundating the blood vessels um, with, with blood. Um, this liquid is pretty much responsible uh, for the lubrication. Uh, it's large, largely responsible for this lubrication of the vagina during sexual arousal. And, um, and we call it uh, typically lubrication, um, but it's it, in more of a scientific term, it's vaginal transudate. So lubrication or vaginal transudate. So really, to simplify that, the lubrication that everyone thinks of 
when they think of female sexual arousal, arousal is caused by large amount of blood flow or vasocongestion to the vagina surrounding areas. This blood flow sort of overwhelms the blood vessels and uh, causes this vaginal transidate, this lubrication, to, to, to seep through um, and uh, to uh, seep through the vaginal wall and to lubricate the vagina. Um, and it can seep down to uh, around the vaginal opening or at the vaginal opening. Um, and then with the accompanying glands at the vulva, um, you, you have a little bit of lubrication that happens um, at the vaginal opening. All right, that's it for me today. I'm about ready to step into some supervision and uh, several hours of therapy, but I wanted to get off another episode for all those that have been waiting over the holidays um, to to hear from this podcast. So uh, this is just a sex therapist sitting in an armchair talking about sex.